I want to welcome you to the podcast again today. You know, we're in Proverbs chapter 26 today. We're the 26th day already into this month. Isn't it amazing? The months just keep on clicking off. The years just keep on clicking by. I love that. You know, the Bible says that snow and winter and seed time and harvest and, you know, uh, you know all the different seasons. God has put these seasons in his own design and night and day and, you know, all these things in his own design. And so I'm excited about being part of God's design. Uh, are you ready for our Proverbs chapter 26 today? I hope so. I hope you're opening up your heart and letting this be another building block in your life. Let's begin. Proverbs 26, King James Version. As snow in summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not seemly for a fool. As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. A whip for the horse and a bridle for the ass and a rod for a fool's back. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou also be like unto him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. He that sendeth a message by the hand of a fool cutteth off the feet and drinketh damage. The legs of a lame are not equal, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. As he that bindeth stone in a sling, so is he that giveth honor to a fool. As a thorn that goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. The great God that formed all things both rewardeth the fool and rewardeth transgressors. As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit? There is more hope of a fool than of him. The slothful man saith, There is a lion in the way. A lion is in the streets. As the door turneth upon the hinges, so doth a slothful upon his bed. The slothful hideth his hand in his bosom. It grieveth him to bring it again to his mouth. The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men can render a reason. He that passes by and meddles with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. As a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, death, so is the man that deceiveth his neighbor, and saith, Am not I in sport? Where no wood is, the fire goeth out. So where there is no tale-bearer, the strife ceases. As coals are to burning coals, and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a tale-bearer are as wounds. They go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like potsherd covered with silver dross. He that hateth dissembleth with his lips and layeth up deceit within him. When he speaketh fair, believe him not, for there are seven abominations in his heart. Whose hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness shall be showed before the whole congregation. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. A lying tongue hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. You know, there are so many. I mean, I could stop at just every verse 
and we could talk for hours on 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 this verse. You know, verse two. You know, uh, a curse does not come without a cause. Now, that means if something is happening to you, don't automatically look at the reason why it's happening. I mean, it's a good, it's a good thing to do sometimes if, you're, if you know you've done something to cause problems. We'll stop that. But, but also, you have a place to stand in faith when you know you have not caused this. When you know that there's something that is coming to you and it has no right to be there. You see, without a cause, the curse cannot come. And Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. There are so many, you know, uh, that, that just, uh, it, it's amazing here of all the things, talking about the sluggard, talking about the slothful person, the lazy person. You know, he is wiser in his own conceit. I love that one from verse 16. The sluggard, the lazy man, the slothful man, the person who is too lazy, the person that always has a reason why he doesn't want to go outside and work because there's a lion outside or because, you know, the wind is blowing or the rain is coming. There's always reasons why not to plant, always reasons why not to go out and do what we ought to do. But the Bible says in verse 16 of, of chapter uh, 26 of Proverbs that the sluggard is wiser in his own conceit, in his own reasons, in his own reasoning, in his own answers, than seven men can render a reason. That means all those seven people are trying to give him reasons why he ought to get up and go to work, why he ought to be diligent, why he should do what he's not doing, yet, you know, he has an answer for every one of them. Have you ever tried to correct someone or instruct someone and you knew you were right and you knew they were wrong and you just couldn't imagine why they couldn't see that they were wrong because they just keep on giving you reasons why? Reasons why? Reasons why? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, I deal with this many times whenever people come to me and they're asking me for something. Normally, they're asking me maybe to help them uh, pay a bill or to help them uh, uh, meet a need. And uh, I, I find a way uh, that they could actually take care of that need a different way, you know, maybe by working or maybe by, you know, uh, uh, cutting a bill or maybe by doing, well, they don't want to do that. There's a reason why, you know, no, no, you know so many times, um, they are, they are unwilling to work for what they need or do what they should do in order to provide what they need or achieve what they need. They really just like, you know, sluggards, lazy people, slothful people uh, would really like to be given what they need and given what they want. Uh, and this is exactly what Proverbs says, uh, you know, uh, uh, I love verse 17, by the way, we're not, we're not stopping at these, but there are so many of them. You know, a person who, who meddles with something that doesn't belong to him, you know, listen, don't go meddling in other people's stuff. Don't go meddling with other people's problems. The Bible says it's, it's like taking a dog by the ears whenever you meddle with stuff that doesn't belong to you. Don't go button in to other people's problems or circumstances or situations. Well, and then... Verse 20, talking about where there is no wood, the fire goes out, and where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceases. You know, uh, I, I, I love that. But uh, um, we're going to be talking today and centering today on verse 27. Okay? Next to the last verse, Proverbs 26, verse 27. This is what we're going to meditate on today. It has such a powerful principle. I have used these principles now for decades in my life. And whenever I'm making a decision, what to do, what not to do, you know, how to help somebody, uh, you know, and what to encourage someone with, principles from the book of Proverbs continue to speak the most to me, continue to speak loudly, and, and just absolutely have a, have a power. So just, just open up your heart right now and listen to this, if you would, Proverbs 26, verse 27. Okay, listen to what it says. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein, 
and he that rolleth a stone, it will return upon him. Whoso diggeth a pit shall fall therein. And now listen, this, this is the reality of it. If you dig a hole for somebody else, if you dig a hole, the Bible says that you're going to fall in it. And if you roll a stone thinking you're going to crush someone else, if you roll a stone, it will return upon you. Basically, uh, that, that's that same principle that God says that know that whatever good thing any man does, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he's bond or free. And the Bible says, do not be mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Now, we will reap what we sow. Now, I know that there's a negative connotation to it. And no doubt King Solomon is, is bringing that to light, this negative principle, this negative connotation that if you dig a pit, if you dig a trap, if you end up uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 trying to trick or trap someone or, or put them in an unfair advantage, if you dig a pit hoping that someone's going to fall into it, you can trick them, you know, you can somehow capture them or hurt them or get an advantage over them. The Bible says you dig a pit, you will fall into it. And it also says that if you roll a stone, it's going to return upon you. You might say, well, you know, I've, I've done that before. And I, I mean, I've, I've, I've uh, uh, cheated people and, and I hadn't been cheated. Listen to me. It's not over yet. God has said, the Word of God has said that whatever you do, whatever you sow, you will reap. Now, that's an important factor for us to consider is that this is not you know, uh, some game that we can win by skill uh, so that we can avoid or our, 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 uh, you know, somehow escape the truth and the wisdom of Almighty God. Now, I'm not here to to uh, to you know tell you, hey, curses are coming, but the curse does not come without a cause. And you don't need to be digging traps for people or or rolling stones of curses or or uh, gossip or unkindness over people. You know, uh, uh, somehow um, degrading them or defaming them or speaking evil of them. Because the Bible says you roll a stone, it will return upon you. Now, I understand this has a negative connotation, but go with me here for just a moment. Go with me on this walk of truth. Because it's not just the negative aspects of God's Word that are true. Truth also contains positive aspects. This Word works whether you have it in forward or whether you have it in reverse. It works. It works whether it comes up heads or tails. You know, whether you're going forwards or backwards, whether you're cursing someone or blessing them. And that's exactly what the Word of God says, knowing that whatever good thing anyone does, the same shall he receive of the Lord without respect to who he is, what stage or station of life he is in. So here is our admonition today. If the Word of God, and well, let me say, since the Word of God says, if we dig a pit, we're the ones that are going to fall in it. We're the ones going to have to live in it, okay? Now, since that is true, how about this? 
how about then we just determine that we're going to dig gold mines for other people, that we're going to help fashion them a place wherein if they trip or if they just keep walking forward or if they'll come closer to us, they will fall into blessings. How about if we surrounded ourselves with a moat of goodness and a kindness and a moat of blessings so that every person who fell into the hole that we dig is blessed? Because if you dig a hole, you fall into it. That's a pretty good deal, huh? Pretty good. How about this? How about if you roll a stone, it will return to you? You know, that's what God says. You cast your bread out upon many waters, and soon it will begin to return. And if you're consistent, it will come back to you on every wave. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says there is the person that sows more than others might imagine they should, but yet they continue to increase. Well, why not let it be that the stone that you roll toward others are not words of hurt, not words of condemnation and criticism and judgmentalism and rejection and not words of defamation, not, not words of hurt, but how about we started rolling stones toward people that are boulders, rubies, and big boulders of diamonds and blessings. How about if we were to roll blessings on people? not just in public, but also in your private time. How about if you were to just continue in your private time and, you know, driving down the road, you got plenty of time, you know, uh, you know, uh, sitting in your house, you know, laying in your bed, uh, waiting on going to sleep or, or, you know, waiting on time to get up. Why not just go ahead and open up your mind and your heart and begin to roll blessings toward people? Let it roll off your tongue and just begin to bless. And if you do, those blessings will return upon you. That's the truth of God's Word. And that's what we're going to meditate on today. We're going to ask God to change our perspective so that we start digging gold mines for people. And we start rolling treasures and blessings on them. And watch what it will do in your life as you do that, okay? And be very watchful today. Now, as you meditate on this, make sure you understand it has both a positive and a negative application. You know, uh, uh, pray God that he, he uproots all the bad seeds you've ever sown and the bad deeds you've ever done. Pray God for a crop failure, for a harvest failure, that, 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 that somehow you're able to fill those holes in and somehow, uh, you know, um, avoid those stones rolling back on you in some way. By God's grace and mercy, acknowledge them. Ask God to forgive you and help you. But now, as well, begin to bless others. Begin to dig blessings for them, okay? Let's pray and ask God to help us. Father... Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would help us, Lord, to understand both the positive, Lord, and the negative connotations of your word, Lord, and that your word is true, God. And Lord, uh, we, we cannot say that just because we have not experienced, Lord, it, it, it is not true, does not exist, will not happen. That's not the truth, God. Lord, I just pray, God, your great grace is upon each one of us, Lord. Cause us to have crop failures, Lord, in the, in the bad seeds that we've sown, in the bad deeds that we've done, God. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would help us, Almighty God, by being merciful to us, sir, and Lord, by, by withholding and standing in, in the way, Lord, of those stones, Lord, crushing us that we have sent to crush others, that we have, Lord, done someone else evil or harm or, or defamed them, Lord, or in some way spoken evil about them or over them, God. And, Lord, that you would also, Father, help us to cover up, Lord, those unkind holes, Lord, that we have dug for others, Lord, traps and tricks, Lord, and places wherein, Lord, we have we have hoped or, Lord, or prepared for their failure, God. Brother, Lord, may we, Father, dig a moat about us, Lord, that is filled with kindness and care and love, Lord, and blessing, God. May we roll blessings 
blessings on others, Lord, all day long today, Lord, all week long, all month long, all year long, and the rest of our life. May we, Lord, be, be, be pricked with this word, Lord, convicted with this particular principle. Get it down deep inside us today as we meditate upon it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, here's what you need to do. You need to let this word take root in your life so that you can have it the rest of your life, and it can be something that will remind you, uh, stop digging that hole, stop rolling those stones. Uh, unless you want the same thing to roll on you, unless you want to fall in it, you stop it. And then, if you'll just roll blessings and, 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 and dig gold mines, watch and see what God will do in your life, okay? Uh, it will return to you. In Jesus' name. I believe this, okay? God bless you as you meditate on this. Meditate on the Word all day long, okay? And I'll see you back here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 27.